Tom and the Mo. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Better than ever, I would say. Well. Better than sometimes. Oh, so. there. That was lovely. Wow. Um, so that thing, that I, that presentation I did today, there was... What's what's dude's name? Jeff? Jeff. He was like, yeah, yes. on your podcast, you should talk about that. And I'm like, well, I guess. It's kind of <laughs> weird, but okay. What? Evidently, he'd talked to them about how we have a podcast, and one of the kids in the class was like, so... Tell us about your podcast. And I'm all, oh god! Um, and then they they wanted to hear some of it. Oh, did you did you did you sure play did. them Peachy Booty Games? I did not play them Peachy Booty oh, Games. Man. I pay, I played. I need to have that queued up for tomorrow. Oh, I, uh, somebody, I was like, which episode should I pick? Because I was looking around, and one girl was like, sixty nine. <laughs> so I played that one. Is that was the, that was the one where I started off by coughing and about dying, and you were dying as well, and we blamed him because he had just come, come back, back from sick. somewhere. Yep. And we yeah, had been sick for like a year. We almost canceled episode 69. Like, mm-hmm. we almost put it off a week because we were all sick. Yep. That was the one they heard. At least they well, heard the intro, too. We actually got a couple new Facebook uh, like followers because today of because of oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Great. Yeah, I've got friend requests waiting from that and everything. And I don't know if I made a mistake or not. We'll find out. Um, my business cards have my personal cell phone number on it. Ooh. Well... I was like, you know what? Send me a text. I'm better at text than I am email. Right. What I usually do is I set up a Google Voice account. Oh. And then it like at least gives you a degree of separation from <laughs> yeah. the crazy people that are following you now. It's whatever. I guess uh, I have your phone number. There's only 20 people that you kind of know personally, and I, I'm a good nice. friend with they the person that can bop them on the head. So It's all good. It's all good. Anyway. But anyway, let's do that thing that they were so curious about today. It's called mm. the Bite Me Podcast. Hello. Howdy. Uh, episode Boy, 88. Howdy. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. <laughs> Um, Did you say 78 or 88? 88. I thought you said 78. 88. 88. 88. Oh, I'm gassy today. What is going on? Um, <laughs> High quality radio here, folks. That's exactly yep. what I want to hear in an airtight room. Thankfully. Well, I was burping. I was not. Yeah, It's all the, the same. Mouth farts. No- <laughs> Mouth farts or butt burps doesn't make a difference. One <laughs> is exponentially... Typically more vile than the other. Mouth, mouth farts? No. Imagine farting out your mouth. <coughs> this will not be the name of the episode. Where, oh my God, it's so good. Mouth farts and butt uh-huh. No. <laughs> okay, that's, been, that's, that's an entirely different podcast. I've been working on my peachy booty game, so. <laughs> um, episode 88 of the Bite Me Podcast. Hi, my name is Adam West. Uh, Cliff Johnson. The Dylan. Yeah, the Dylan. Um, yeah, so this week in news, No Man's Sky is out and has been for a while. I don't know what that means. It's, it's out on the... No, no, no. No Man's Sky Next is no out. Sky, ni, ne, no Man's Sky Next? What is that? Oh, that's what we're going to talk about, Adam. <laughs> that's very <a> confused. <laughs> okay, sorry. It's been a long, like... Six days? It all stays in Vegas, Adam. What? No, I wasn't in Vegas the whole time. I you were in LA lot, and then like, Vegas and then home and then Ellensburg and then uh, back? I'm... You've traveled many miles, weary traveler. All in the same time zone. I was going to say all in the same, same time zone because somebody was like, are you jet lagged? And I'm like, not really. I didn't leave the time zone. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, Fan Made Day of the Tentacle sequel is out. Guacamelee 2 finally uh, has a release date and some more details. We'll talk about that. Fallout 76 beta kicks off in October. Really? That far away? Yeah. Come well, can, on, guys. Yeah. Get it together. The, the details don't make that any better. Okay. <laughs> We'll get into that. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm not Watch. reading. 
Um, are you looking for more computer gear? Amazon is here to help. Ooh. I didn't realize we were making infomercial, but may mm-hmm. as well. But wait, there's more. Uh, Nintendo is shutting down ROM sites. I saw this on the plane the other day. Wubba. Wubba? I'm adding sound effects and seeing if it works. It oh. doesn't. Um, and I guess your current TV is pretty big. What? 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 Teaser. We'll explain more about that. Adam's 75-inch TV's pretty big. Yeah, it is. My TV's amazing. Yeah. Uh, questions from Vinny. Jack Irish turned down for what? Tommy, two inches, super hyper mighty weapon man, Joel Coleslaw, and some cheap free games, and games that are cheap free and going away. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. A couple that. of these you might want to get in on. Yeah, totally. First, what we're playing, uh, I'll go first. Please do. Believe it or not, I've been playing... Octopath Traveler. Oh, you it still was, liking it? Yes, it's great. The story is just bite-sized enough to play in like little one and a half, two hour chunks. Um, perfect for flights. Those perfect are pretty for, big chunks. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> it, it's 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 it keeps me coming back. Like I'm That's really good. liking the story because each little um, story for each of the travelers takes about an hour to an hour and a half to kind of get through. As you meet them on your journey, um, I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen because I think I'm about to pick up my last traveler. Actually, yeah, I'm picking up my last traveler right now. Um, so after that, I'm not sure where it's going to go because each character has a full-on story. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure where I'm going to go or how I'm going to do it. What do you think about the fact that even though you're kind of all traveling together, it doesn't appear that – like a lot of people, I suppose, have said they think it's kind of strange. Even though you're all traveling together, they don't ever appear to talk to one another. Like your your people don't – they're very singular stories that they, they don't interact like they would in, say, a big group Final Fantasy game where your people are all together and they're chatting with each other and they've right. got a story. On a trip. A broad trip, right. you might say. At least for now, that's not happening. Like there's it, not a apparently lot Apparently, it never does. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean – does does that make it weird for you? No. 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 I always thought, like, when characters stop and have a conversation in the middle of a battle or whatever. What game was that? It was like a, a, a Fire Emblem game or something where you could walk up. You could just be like, in literally the middle of battle, have a random conversation. Interesting. I'm like, I don't, I don't care what their interactions are with each other unless it's, you know, unless it's for the story. Sure. I really don't give a crap. Because um, all these stories are just interesting enough to where I, I, I really are like good. it. They're good. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I've been playing that. I'm about 11, 12 hours into it so far. So I've only got like 943 hours left. So but that's it. You got time. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> um, and that's really all I've been playing. It's enough. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's enough. It's quite it's a, a bit. lot. Who wants to tell me what they're playing next? I will tell you what I'm playing next. Okay. I... Um, so I think we talked about it actually last week. I was said I'm like I want to get back into the Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I can't figure out how to get the first shrine to open. Like I know where it is. I've been there. I've got my little stupid iPad, and I can't get it to open. It's called the Sheikah Slate. And I realized that the reason I couldn't get my Sheikah Slate to work was because I'd never made the that big tower pull up, <laughs> like the big one that the Santa dudes on top of. Mm-hmm. So you can't open the first shrine even if you know where it is until yeah. you make that big. So I, I finally went over there. I'm like. Oh right, there's steps to making this. Yeah, to start happen. <laughs> to start the game, there are a few things you have to do, and that was one of them. Yeah, and then so, after that, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. So I did all that crap, got through the shrines, and I'm finally off the plateau, and uh, it's fun. It's I played it for the first time um, on my TV versus oh, cool. playing it handheld, and uh, like. <laughs> I don't want to say I'm disappointed. Um, not not in this game. That's, okay. that's what I'm saying. This game, I'm actually having fun. It's it's. Uh, I decided. I was telling Dylan that the way I decided to play it was, um, 
not like I would play a standard RPG um, where, you know, a standard RPG, you want to kill everything because you need that sweet, sweet XP to level up. But there's no levels in Zelda. Like, I could go kill Ganon right now if I wanted to. Right. Um, so there's no reason to get in fights with dumb things unless there's a treasure or a something. You know what I mean? Um, and since all of your weapons are effectively disposable anyway i don't need to try and get better weapons i don't need to try and get better you know they'll well they'll come throughout the game though i'm thinking that yeah they will so i've decided to play breath of the wild as like a link walking simulator um okay and i'm really like it that way where i'm not actively being aggro against anything like if i need to kill something because it attacks me or because it's in the way of something i need I will, but I'm not going out of my way. Like, I'm just wandering around and, and doing some shrines and, you know, solving some puzzles and exploring. And that's way, way, way more fun than playing it like a traditional RPG. So um, what I was saying about being disappointed is uh, when I got my Switch, I thought it was really going to be my, like, laying in bed playing video games things. And I just don't like playing it that way, really. Um, I don't like holding it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of heavy and kind of awkward, and so I really prefer playing it on my TV with a controller. I think it so. also the depend. It depends on the game that you're playing. At it the totally time too. does. Like Zelda, I've tried playing Zelda handheld. There's just way too much too many to buttons. take in on that game. Yep. Yeah, and there's too many buttons, and it's way too pretty to be scrunched down. Don't get me wrong; like that condensed, it looks fine. It looks it looks great, yeah. but it, there's so much happening that trying to play that big of a game on that small of a screen. It's doable, obviously. It's just not my preferred way. And this sounds dumb. This sounds really dumb. Even as I'm saying it, it sounds dumb. Why are you saying it? Because I got to. Okay. Um, Saying that switching between weapons is the right button on your D-pad, like, in my head makes a ton more sense than saying, oh, hey, it's, I don't know, A over there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, for some reason, saying up on my D-pad instantly makes me know, oh, I need to hit up on my D-pad. Saying that I need to hit up on the thing that's kind of like a D-pad, but it's actually buttons when I'm holding it, for some reason in my head doesn't translate as well. And so when I'm playing it handheld, I constantly forget, like, what button you have to press to switch between weapons and switch between shields and switch between spells. But when I'm holding my pro controller, it's just supernatural and right there. I don't know why. So it's still, so even if you keep it, if you keep that in mind, realizing that when you're holding Doesn't the handheld that that is a d-pad yeah. that is effectively a d-pad and i don't know if it's the feel of it like i i'm you looking for a, a little a, d- a you d-pad can get a little thingy. thing to pop on there. yeah maybe that's what i need to do i don't know i just i just don't like holding it to be honest though like it's it's Sorry. awkward i always kind of have to like rest it on a pillow and... octopath is perfect is handheld. it oh it's but perfect. It, the thing is i think octopath would be because i think the thing that makes it not perfect for me is having to use the second controller joystick to be a camera like in games where I don't have to use that as a camera, I'm so much more like I played uh, Steam Path or Steam World Dig, mm-hmm. and you, there's no second controller as a as a camera, and that game was great handheld. So maybe that's the breakdown maybe for me. That's what it is. Maybe they know. need to make more uh, better Joy Cons that have a larger. I don't know, man. Stick. I'm not sure. I got big hands too, so maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, get smaller hands. Get smaller hands. D- why did we not think of this? That's, that's the solution. Uh, but I also played uh, Vermintide Two this weekend, yeah. which um, is not great. Um, oh. <laughs> or very hard. Rather. It's, it's so hard. Oh my god, it's so hard. So uh, me and my brother, who is very good at video games, and Vinny, who's young and has very fast reaction times, presumably, and Kevin, who's younger than I am, so they've got to be better than me, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Played it this weekend, and Difficult? I think we played for probably an hour, hour and a half, and we did not beat the first level. So, oh, that's terrible. It's really, 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 really hard. Um. 
and I don't like a lot of the decisions they made about classes. Um, it gets most commonly compared to Left 4 Dead, mm-hmm. um, which is a game where you, there are four people and you can choose any one of them, and it doesn't matter because there are no classes tied to that person. You can go over to the the you know table and pick up the guns you want. Um, this one, you're given the character you cl- choose has a very clear class tied to them, and so if you get into a multiplayer game and go like, oh, oh, everyone's already picked, I have to use this person that I don't want to be or oh. don't know how to use the. It's hard. So and why can't you just pick what you want and then it match you up based on who's chosen what? Well, but if I'm playing with these other, you know, three guys in a game. Why don't you tell them, hey. I could have. I could have said, like, hey, could someone else be this stupid person because I don't know how to use it. But the reality is neither did they. So it, it, it just made it really hard. Like, my character had, a like, a fire wand thing she used. And every time she'd fire wand, it pulls up a counter, like a like a, like a looks like a hit counter almost, okay, and uh, or like a life bar, and it went from zero to nothing. And I'm like, oh, cool! So I must do this a bunch of times, and then maybe at the end I get to use like a power shot or something like that. I'm building up stuff. No, if you fill it up, you die. Um, and I'm like, well, that that's weird. Why am I dead? I don't understand why I'm dead. I'm like, okay, maybe I just didn't do it right. Uh-huh. So I tried it again. <laughs> And died. Okay. <laughs> and, and did they explain why? Well, so the, finally, I like had is that to just go like an extra layer of challenge or something. Well, it's it's my players' Stupid challenge. It's like literally like my players' like passive thing where I have a this fire wand that I can shoot a bunch of times, and then if I don't shoot it for eight seconds, that counter resets. Now, dessert. I'm like, well, that's great, but I'm also like a mage, so I'm not super tough. So if I don't have my fireball stick. I'm using a sword and I'm getting just mauled by these giant rats that are trying to kill me. So I I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm done with that game yet, but I I don't I don't understand it's it. Not <laughs> it's really hard. It's so really I mostly just want to play Left 4 Dead. So, anyway. Which I still need to play one of those games. They're a little old at this point, which is unfortunate, yeah, but still. they were so yeah. good. They were so good. I oh. I will try one. I need to try those Vermintide too cuz I played the first one and it didn't seem remotely like that at all. I was mostly disappointed too that the the bad guys seemed very staged. Like you knew where you were going. Like okay, there's gonna be some bad guys here and some bad guys here and some bad guys behind me. Okay, we'll kill those guys. And then we're gonna walk up the thing. Okay, that's where this guy pops out. Whereas Left 4 Dead 2 felt very procedural. Like you never knew where the witch was gonna be. You never knew when the screaming things were gonna be. And you knew like those hordes would come out if you triggered that car alarm. And so you try not to do that. But man, I shot that guy and I shot that car and the car alarm went off. And now the hordes coming. It just I don't know. Hmm. That's sad. I wanted to be good. Or... At least it was free. I mean, God, I got to bless Game Pass How, for that, oh, man. Is it on Game Pass? It's on That's Game right. Pass. It was day and date. And so, like, I bought that game. I didn't spend 60 bucks on it. And I'm real glad I didn't. So, because <laughs> I almost bought it on the PC. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't. So, if anything is ever coming to Game Pass, never buy it. Yeah. Try it first. Yeah. It was good. It was real good. Dylan, are you playing anything? Forza Horizon 3. <laughs> yeah? Still, yeah. I also got fun. my brother to buy this game. <laughs> Forza? Uh-huh. Okay, am I the only one who doesn't have it? So yes, far, yeah. You should probably just get it. You should probably just do it. It's on sale. I, I think my brother got a $40 pack that included both Everything. DLCs. So that's yeah. a really good deal. The DLCs are 40 like bucks alone. Super so. mega duper, uber duper edition for 40 bucks on the oh, Xbox Ultimate you Game Sale. You can come race with us. It's real fun. <laughs> There's a lot of good deals on there right now. I'm yeah. like, ah, yeah, the Xbox I'm game pick good. four things and just buy them. They're good deals. Okay, I'll think about it. But I mean, you could also just wait. Forza Four comes out in three months. And if you and don't, if you don't have Game Pass yet, you can get three months for ten dollars. Oh yeah. On the oh Ultimate yeah, game I sale. saw that. 
It's a pretty that. good That's deal. A good deal. So I think I might finally do it. Yay, do it and then cancel it. Then you get a three month pass to yeah. decide if you want to re up it. Right? It's good. Done. It's going to be good. Um, yeah, but I'm playing Forza Horizon 3 because it is fun. Um, I don't really know. Again, I don't really know why, why yeah. but it's fun. That's um, a good reason to play it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, exactly. I guess that's the easiest way to put it is like if you enjoy something, do it. Do that. If you don't enjoy something, don't do that. Um, it, it's weird. Like, I don't know why, like, driving across the outback until you find this big purple circle that has a barn in it to find some old dusty disheveled car that you get to restore i love the barn finds yeah i don't know why it's like so bizarre because it's like i'm gonna take this car and i'm gonna drive through this field of grass hopefully my headlights spot a building (laughs) oh found it okay you roll up any clues to whether or not there's a barn out there yeah they they give you a like like a a mile wide yeah probably area and like they'll come over to your like phone or whatever and be like there's a barn nearby Go check it out. Do they Bye. sound Bye. like, no. like no, Southerners they, they, they in Australia? Sound like All right. They sound very Australian since it's so, in Australia. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then they'll give you a big purple circle, and it's somewhere in there. And, like, so there'll be some, like, roads through that, obviously. So first I'll go check out, like, the dirt roads and see where they pull off because yeah. they'll usually be around buildings, but then sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's kind they're of not. just, like, in the middle of a field. Um, and then I go find it. It's pretty yeah. fun. It's really fun. I don't get it. I don't get it at um, all. But Yeah. I highly recommend it, and maybe just wait for the the fourth one to come out. I guess. Yeah. But okay. Well, I kind of want to play it because of the Hot Wheels thing. Oh, the Hot Wheels thing's no. good. That's the thing. Like I really like Hot Wheels. It's just so pretty. It is. It's no. really pretty. It you drive so fast. I made a. I, I bought an El Camino, um, and <laughs> like totally pimped it out. I spent like sixty five hundred dollars upgrading it, so it's really fast now. In game currency. In-game yeah, yeah, yeah. Currency. No, I did not. It was, sorry, sixty five thousand dollars Australian credits. <laughs> yeah. Oy. And, uh, like, shows this, like, outrageously stupid, like, American flag paint job for it. It's 100% not me. Like, <laughs> it's, like, the exact opposite of me, but it looks so dumb on, like, a 70s El Camino. It's awesome. It's, it's, I love El Camino. It's rad. El Camino is an interesting a, design choice. Uh, Ford Bronco. And nice. I kind of, like, souped it up. Not the Bronco 2, because the Bronco 2s were notorious for flipping over. It was an old, um, an old... Uh, the 70s or 80s Bronco in the game. That's pretty cool. I like Broncos. Broncos are neat. Yeah. I had friends. Dad had a pretty cool Bronco with no, like, no top and, you know, drive it through the the old mountain roads. I love it. That classy Bronco. Wind wind blowing in your face. You know? (laughs) Oh, nice. Well, cool. It sounds good. I might have to uh, check that. It's on sale right now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Go ahead. It totally reminds me when I was in driver's ed, um, there's this kid in my driver's ed class who had a bronco and literally like six times the class he'd be like launch into some anecdote about that time he was in his bronco <laughs> and then you you realize bro you're not old enough to drive <laughs> like obviously small town living like yeah people a bunch of kids probably drove when they weren't technically allowed to but yeah he would always like talk about these stories of him doing Stupid stuff and his stupid Bronco, and he totally, like, totally driving illegally. And it's like, bro, you're in driver's ed. What are you doing? Right? Like, shut up. Like, quiet. He's learning. We're trying to learn, and you're being illegal. Nice. Whatever. Uh, cool. All right. So that's what we've been playing. I uh, do. We do this every week. This is the point where we remind you that if you're listening on iTunes or what have you, like us, rate us, review us, get our name and our show in front of other people because that's how uh, they find us. And it makes us happy. Bite us? 
Find us. Bite us. Bite, bite us? Bite us. <clears throat> or me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You too. Uh, yeah, and also we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support us that way, we are more than happy to accept your support via money. We have a new patron. Do we really? And we get to talk about it right now. Ooh, yay. Uh, so it's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. There's a few different levels of patronage. Um, all of them include uh, some cool stuff for our Discord, among many other things, including stickers and magnets, maybe, if we still have some. We've got two left. We've got well, two no, left. we have one left now. One left. One left. Got one left. Um, one and has all- been claimed. Yeah, claimed probably by this person you're about it to talk is. about. Yes, uh, Jack Irish. So I don't I don't think that's actually his real name, but it might be. I'm going <laughs> I'm with pretty it. Sure it's, name. I'm pretty sure it's not, but that's okay. Uh, super nice guy. He's actually from Australia. He uh, hangs out in our Discord <laughs> at times when no one else is there. <laughs> he uh, lives real life Forza Horizon. So, he lives uh, Forza Horizon. Is it Outback Jack Irish? Uh, apparently, Jack Irish is uh, from a TV show that I don't I'm watch. Sure. So, I just, I, is it an Australian TV show? I don't believe so. I think it's actually a British TV show. <laughs> so, yeah. whatever. Down but, under, up above. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks, Jack. Uh, and then we also have Alan Schulte, we believe. Uh, Vinny, of course. Uh, Joe Cole Jr. and Kevin Schulte. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for that. And if you would like to uh, be a patron and uh, get your name on our show, just go to bite me, or I'm sorry, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. And also, we're an official Humble Bundle partner. Go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble. You can find all the latest and greatest Humble Bundles that are up. Excuse me. It's been a long weekend. Um for sale and stuff to help out some awesome nonprofits, and uh, we get a little kickback as well if you uh, visit their page and buy stuff through ours. Yeah, this is the last week we'll be able to remind you to get the uh, Humble Bundle August Bundle, which is good. It comes with Conan, uh, a, ca- a Hat in Time, which is supposed to be a really good kind of platforming game, and uh, uh, The Escapist too. Oh, okay. So. And those, those are what they've told us are in it. Correct. Yeah, so there'll okay. be other games that bundle, too. But those three are all, all pretty good games. Sweet. And, and to remind you, Conan has an endowment slider, which is totally worth $12. It's true. It's true. I would pay $12 for one. There were so many ways my There's, head went I'm there. Like, I, okay. Does he mean in real life? Does he mean in Conan? I don't even know anymore. Like one that you could have installed on your own body. That way you can slide and change what? things on your own? If that's how you interpret it. Why would you... Ever slide the other direction? I don't. I don't understand. I know. I'm like. I would Max just set it, it and forget it. <laughs> like done. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm like. I'm gonna slide it to the right and then dial the gravity back. <laughs> uh, oh, we're moving on now. Anyway, that was this is a PG uh, podcast. Yeah, what'd you say? This is supposed to be a PG podcast. It is. I don't even know what he's talking it's about. It's a peachy. Peachy, po- peachy, peachy booty, booty games, games. Yeah. podcast. All Brought right. to you by Peachy Booty Games. <laughs> PBG coming at you. PBG. Oh, it's like peanut gonna, butter and grape jelly. I'm going to have to make some shirts. Yeah, I'm doing it. it. Oh, we should let do us it. know if you want a Peachy Booty Gain shirt, if there is any interest in that, because I will make that happen. We should make that happen regardless. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care if anybody else wants yeah, yeah. it. I, I, need to, I just need to know how many to order. Let, okay. 11. That's a... I'm going to make that happen. Oh, my God. All right. We've got a few pieces of it to talk about, so let's get right into this next section. It is called... News! That's the Mm. one. Uh, No Man's Sky Next is a thing? It is a thing. Okay. Explain to me. What is it? Oh, it's an update. So this is kind of the final (sighs) update. Everything that is contained in No Man's Sky Next is... For the very most part, 
Um, if you bought No Man's Sky two years ago and were one of the people that are like, well, this doesn't look anything like they promised it would, No Man's Sky Next fulfills effectively all of those promises. It adds multiplayer. It adds all sorts of big ships you can fly on. It um, smooths out a lot of the, the things that people didn't like. And so, I mean, these guys have been working on this game pretty much nonstop for the last two years. And this is kind of the... I think if you asked them, they would have said, hey, the version we released a year ago was version one. If you don't agree with that, this is probably version one. So, okay. like, this is the finished game. and So we've basically been playing an early access game for two years. Effectively. And, and you know, I listened to another podcast, and they said that, that in reality, that's what No Man's Sky should have been. And, and when you look at games like No Man's Sky, they almost all do release into early access. The problem is, is that... Sony doesn't have an early access program. There's mm, nothing true. like ah. Steam, uh, uh, Steam early access Xbox. or Xbox's uh, early access game preview. Game preview. Try, call it TriStation. There you go. Yeah, Sony doesn't have one of those, so there was no way to make this an early access game. Okay. Um, so again, what you're saying is, is again, Sony has kind of screwed everybody. Yeah. Or themselves. Um, but this yeah, game, uh, like, it's it's done today, but also, in addition to that, is actually now available on the Xbox. So this is the first time you've actually been able to get the game on the Xbox. Um, Which is where I'd prefer to play it, just because of the sheer horsepower of my 1X. Same. And the disappointing thing is I actually own it on the PlayStation. Yeah, so, But whatever. I'm going to play it on the PlayStation. I've, I've only played maybe 20 minutes of this game so far. Okay. And so I'm going to play it um, probably tonight. I'm going to try and live stream it over the next couple of days because I, I really want to try this out. Um, some of the screenshots I've been seeing from it are just absolutely, undescribably beautiful. So now, is it is this update, is it out? Is it ready As to go? As of today. So, okay. yeah, Tuesday of this week. So the folks <laughs> listening on Thursdays, it'll have happened two days ago. So That's it's out the there. Um, it's now, now on the Xbox. But also they're saying there's going to be a season of free content um, with different uh, weekly updates and weekly challenges and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then my guess is, is after that, after that season's up, is when they'll probably hit their first paid DLC. So this game's not done yet. There's still there's still a lot more to come. So Just the, the video of it yep. alone. Looks and it's incredible. on sale right now, too. Um, um, on the PC, you can get it for, I think, I've seen it as cheap as like 25 bucks, And I don't, I mean, obviously, I don't know if that'll still be true two days from now. Um, and it's also been on sale for like 30-ish on uh, PlayStation. I think the Xbox is probably full price right now. Oh, they just added a third-person perspective? Yep, there's a third-person perspective. That's why I'm looking at this going, why does this look so different? That's what it is. It's that third-person perspective. Yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of cool things. And, you know, I, I hope that, I hope that people are, are happy with this now because I think that the developers... The developers are so passionate about this and, and really wanted to make the game that they promised and were and, and wanted to make a game that people enjoyed. Um, and so I, I hope that, that people are, are willing to give this another try if they haven't so far. Because I think if you like kind of space survival-y games, this, this might be for you. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, do. Cool. All right. There is that. Uh, fan-made Day of the Tentacle sequel is available to download now. I, I don't... I wish I've read a couple articles about this, and I've never played Day of the Tentacle. Day of the Tentacle is I, it was probably the first like point and click adventure game that I played in the '90s, um, and man, I've got just like this giant soft spot for it. It's so good and so funny. It was a Lucas Arts game. Um, it's just great. Um, I think Double Fine actually owns the the rights to it these days, and so I'm I believe this is actually an unofficial. 
um, sequel. I mean, I know it's an unofficial, it's fan made, but what I don't understand is how it's existed. And it's existed for quite a few days now and no one said, take it down. So, and I hear it's really good and really funny. And for something that's made entirely by fans has like pretty good voice acting. And, uh, it's apparently just like the first episode of what they hope to make as an episodic sequel to a game that came out 20 something years ago. So, but it's still like, it hasn't been taken down yet. So I don't know if this is just kind of like a nod, nod, wink, wink, don't do anything dumb or I guess you a game that's so old as Day of the Tentacle you can still buy like I mean I think we've well, all they got just it. Remastered we, it too. yeah we've all got it on PlayStation or PC from the free giveaways or whatever yeah. but maybe it's like hey it's a little bit of free publicity Could if you, you see that like if they're not doing anything with the game like is it really hurting them? Well, what's interesting, too, is this isn't like, hey, go to this wacky website and download this thing that might be good, might not be. Like, it's on itch.io. Is it itch.io or itch.io? Itch, itch.io. Yeah. So it's on itch.io. So you can go grab it right now, apparently. It's interesting. I will probably try it because I love, 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 love I, those games. I really want to like that game because it looks cool. Yeah. It's just, I can't play those point-click right? games. I it's, never got into them. There's a question about that later. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back. Cool. So that is uh, the first chunk of that is available right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, <gasps> I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. Well, you tell us. You, you tell us the next bit of news. Guacamelee 2. What about it? It's going to come out soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know anything more you want from me. You know what I want from you? I'm you with excitement. Drop in, drop out, four player co op. What? That's what I want. Oh. That'd be kind of crazy. Uh, and it has it. Oh, does it? <laughs> it does. Well, that's insane. Um, yeah, August Glock- 21st. Melee 2 is out in less than a month. PS4, PC for now. Yeah, I'm bummed about that. <clears throat> but Really? That's it? Yeah. Which really? is okay. I, I, my guess is it's a PS4 exclusive. They probably paid for Come it. On, I think the, like- I think the last one might have been a PS3. Three probably. I played it on I the Wii U. I think so. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. It came out on the Wii U. I have it on. Yeah, I think I, I played think it on the, the 360. Wii it was on. So the original Guacamelee was one of the. It was part of one of the only humble bundles that was ever a Nintendo humble bundle. Oh, interesting. And that's how I got, it, and that's how I discovered it because I didn't know anything oh, about it. And I'm sure. like, you know, I, I guess I'd seen it, but I'd never played it. And I saw the Metroidvania word pop up, and I'm like, well, I got to try that because it's my jam. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's super fun. Oh, it's so good. Never finished it. I didn't it's either. It's a big game. And when it's really hard, it gets really, really hard towards the end. I'm probably 80% of the way through it. My The funny thing is my kid the other day, my kid and I played it co-op. He's like, why did we never finish Guacamelee? I'm like, well, because you were young and you weren't good enough to finish Guacamelee. Right? Yeah. I'm like, not to talk crap about you, kid, but like your your platforming chops were just not up to speed. Yeah. So maybe I'll try. It comes out August 21st. It's going to be 20 bucks. And so maybe I'll try and finish the first Guacamelee before then. So I wonder if I still have this save. I don't know if I have the save. The game is beautiful, though. It's got the greatest aesthetic, and it's got this weird thing with chickens. And it's so fun. And it's Luchadors. So. Luchadors. And it and it has drop-in, drop-out two-player co-op. Yeah. So. The original does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I forget. And it was fun. Like, it has this cool, like, kind of, like, Day of the Dead thing where you can switch between current, like, oh, the, the current world, world and the, the dead, dead world. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Ah, oh, it's so good. Right? Well, cool. Less than a month away. If you've been fiending for that, it's on the way. You should be. All right. Fallout 76. The beta is on the way, but not soon enough for me because it's not going to be here till October. I'm going to read you a direct quote from this. Okay. Yeah, okay. So we already knew that to get into the uh, 
into the beta, you had to pre-purchase it. Right. Okay? Which is fine. Like, if you don't, yeah, if you're worried about fine. buying it, that's fine. Pre-purchase the game from Amazon. You don't get charged until November probably 12th, like when it ships. And so if you play in the beta and you hate it and you never want to do it again, that's fine. Pre-purchase it and then cancel it. Like Mm -hmm. there's no must, no fuss. That's fine. But the line that scares me is that uh, they've announced that the Fallout 76 beta, which is called the Break It Early Test Application, will begin in October. And Bethesda will be, quote, unquote, selecting people who have pre-ordered the game from a participating retailer. What does that even mean? What it says to me is that it's not, hey, if you pre-purchase the game, you get into the beta. It's that they'll be selecting people from that group to be in the beta. And maybe at the end, it'll be everyone. But it also or sounds like... if you pre-order it at... Yeah, like what if they XYZ. get into some stupid GameStop deal? Yeah, I, I right. bet you... I, I'm, I'm assuming that it's a pretty <laughs> wide net. Like, I'm pretty sure if you get it at Amazon, you'll be fine. If you get it at GameStop, you'll be fine. Whatever. But what what I worry about is that well, two things is that first of all I'm on vacation from October 20th to October 27th. Well, that's your fault, and that's my fault. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm a little worried that it's going to be like, oh hey, you know, October 5th we let a thousand people in, and October 10th we let another thousand people in. Kind of like what they do with Sea of Thieves. Kind of what they, they do with Sea of Thieves, where I'm not going to be able to get in with my friends. I'm not going to be able to, you know, really see what I think about this, and and. Like I think it's cool that they're beta testing things. I think it's kind of crappy that beta test these days is really just like a scam to get you to pre-order stuff. I'm not yeah. super into that. Doesn't really feel like beta testing. Yeah, it's, it's like more I, like we'll let you play the game early. Uh huh. So yeah, whatever. It's like preview screenings for movies. Yeah, but at least then you're getting the full movie. Yeah. Like I don't know. But what it, if it was terrible? Yeah, I don't know. I like so I'm su- I'm still super excited about it. Like I'm so hyped for this game, but I'm 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 really worried that it's going to be a like well like Sea of Thieves where I was the only person I knew in the beta for like seven months, and I'm like, well this is fun. Yeah, because I was in the beta for months and months and months yeah, and months were, and months and months right before away. you guys ever got in. So I never got into it. Oh, well, <laughs> I played it right at the end. Yeah, like, like I think that's the thing is is like everyone else I knew got in like three weeks before the game came out and i'm like well this is dumb <laughs> so that's what worries me about this beta person though so. i'm not either really but like this game i really want to see and i really want to see it with people so whatever I i'm played, still gonna uh, buy it so i think i played the early like the beta testing for destiny 2 mm-hmm. i did that yeah we did too i think everyone did that yeah and there was another game that i got in early for that i was like what oh the division Oh, nice. Yeah, that was fun. I'm still excited about Division 2. I know. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Well, cool. There's that. Um, uh, yeah, so Fallout 76, the beta is kicking off in October. You should maybe pre-order it if you're curious. Just uh, have your reservations. Yeah. You might yeah. have to get another pre-order. Right? <laughs> get a couple of pre-orders. And refund your other one. Well, my phone is going off. Um, All right. Up next, are you looking for computer gear? Well, Amazon now lets you finance gaming PCs and PC parts at zero interest. <laughs> For 72 months. No. Some and if you miss apply. a payment, all that interest is not, it, the interest is just deferred. It will come back to you, bite you in the butt. None of the things that I've just said are I'm true for the most part. Lying all of, about all of it. So have you guys ever done this before? Amazon that, financing? Yeah. 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 So I did. I bought both my paper whites that way, and I bought my Amazon show that way, okay. my Echo show. So the way it works is you just say like, hey, I want to buy this, and they charge you the first payment up front, and I believe the tax. Yeah, I think all the tax. Yeah. Makes sense. And then they'll 
split the rest of it up into five payments. So I think you essentially pay it over like six months, yeah. um, but with your first payment being done immediately. And it used to be you could only do that for – like it started out like way back in the day. I mean they've been doing this prog- program for – Five or six years, I'm going to say. Okay. It used to be like something they just kind of like brought in and brought out, and sometimes you're eligible and sometimes you weren't, and you know whatever. And then they kind of opened it up for all of their electronics. You could do this yeah. for, and I actually, I think I've bought five things that way because I bought my uh, my Kindle tablets that way too. Because the the reason is is there's absolutely no reason not to right. because it's zero percent interest. Um, they just attach it to a credit card and they send you an email like two days before your payment's coming up saying like, hey, yo, we're going to take away. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, 40 bucks and it's going to be on this day. Hey, Mr. Yo. Yep. And then they, they take that charge and then you're done. Um, they've expanded that out to pretty much any hardware on the PC spectrum. So that can be full laptops, full desktops. It can be monitors. It can be like hard drives, it could be memory, it can be um, video cards. Um, so all those things that might be, I mean, a lot of those things, yeah, you could probably just buy. But like, you know, you want to buy a, a, a gaming monitor. Gaming monitors cost 500 bucks. Like you could put out 500 bucks or you could put it on a credit card or you could pay $100 a month over five or six months and with zero interest. Like, there's literally no downside to this. Um, and it makes some of those kind of higher-end PC purchases way, 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 way more palatable when you don't have to come out of pocket. Or you get the monitor you really want instead of the monitor that works. Exactly. Like, instead of buying the... Because like, you know you, you can spend $300 today or you can spend $500 over yep. the next three months even, yep. like, depending if you just want to split it up a little yeah. bit. But. It's it's a really cool program that uh, I think will make PC people or people that want to get into PC gaming um, a little bit easier. Because I mean, initial expense is a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. And especially when you look at things like the, the dumb side about PC gaming is that it's actually not that much when you really look at the individual components. Um, like you can buy RAM for a hundred bucks. You can buy a case for a hundred bucks. No you can one buy thing is that expensive. Until but... you get to the monitor and the video card. Right. And your video card all of a sudden like, hey, I bought a bunch of RAM and it was, you know, a hundred bucks, 120 bucks. And then, oh my God, my video card's 500, you know, um, it would be really nice to even be able to say like, hey, my entire thing's going to be a thousand dollars. I'm going to pay 500 bucks for all my components right now and then pay off the other X. So I think it's a, it's a cool way to be able to buy a PC or get into PC gaming. I'm looking at uh, things and stuff because evidently that link wasn't working for everybody. Or some oh, people, interesting. Some people were seeing it. Some people weren't, weren't. seeing it. Weren't. Interesting. Um, but that also might have to do with the price of things. Like I can't imagine they're going to take a $5,000 laptop and let, um, let you split that up. There is an update, yeah, that only applies to some accounts. Um, but like I said, this is how they they used to do it too. So mm-hmm. like I said, you have to have an Amazon account for a little while. You do have to have a credit card linked to your account, and you do have to have a good payment history. So... Um, you know, there may be some things that don't apply right now. Um, but like I said, that's kind of how they trialed a lot of the other stuff anyway. So I mean, here's a 50 or a $4,800 MSI gaming laptop. Whew, well, that's only, only, only a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> wow. That's a net sell. Yeah. But yeah, no, that'll be cool because at some point I know I'm going to need to update my laptop cause I've had my razor blade for going uh, two on two years, years now. Yeah. Shell yeah. and w- what do you figure the shelf life of a gaming laptop? Eh, four to five. Two to four. Two to four. <laughs> Holy crap. That was really fun. Yeah, like, probably probably four or five years. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say starting next fall I'll start start. There you go. Start to looking. To, uh, what you do? Because they're taking really good care of it. It works really well. Anyway, um, well that's cool. Sweet. Yeah. More definitely. reasons for me to spend money. Right. Did you hear that, Kevin? 
Okay. Ooh, a 34-inch, 21.9 curved IPS gaming monitor. Only be $100 a month financed. Do it. Mm. Pull that trigger. Buy now. The Acer, One click. The Acer Predator for only 600 bucks. Anyway. Sure. Anyway. Um, all right. Up next, Nintendo is suing and shutting down uh, ROM websites. Yeah. Yeah, which I mean... I get it. It's kind of an interesting discussion, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to look at. I mean, and this isn't this is apples to pears, but you know, Double Fine is like, yeah, I guess you could make a a weird sequel to a game that we haven't touched in a while. Like, right. that's fine. And then Nintendo's like, these games that we haven't made an eShop for you to play on yet. <laughs> right. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Um, but it's weird because now is it just Nintendo? Um, like. Like Nintendo, what's the word? Published property? No, they're shutting no. down everything. It looks like um, I mean, Nintendo oh, technically, I think, owns the the like the ROM rights to all of those. Like they are the licensee of all that stuff. I guess so. Wow. I don't know. I'm not really sure. But but uh, the the crazy thing was that this wasn't just like. And I mean, maybe it was. Maybe it started out with a cease and desist and like, hey, you guys need to put this down. It, this is like full scale. Hey, like, you know, have you ever, have you ever done that calculator? And it wouldn't really apply to me any longer. But back in the day, you could like, here's how many MP3s I have downloaded to my computer. And here's the fine for downloading MP3. And, you know, I an never MP3 did is like, that, but I couldn't, I can't imagine how uh, much like I $6.5 billion. Dollars, oh I'm like, God. you know, it's, it, you know, because the fine for having a stolen MP3 is technically up to $125,000. And so that's what they're pushing against these guys is you guys had a you know, Nintendo ROMs. And I think the way these sites work, they were actually, have you ever actually been to any of the websites where you can actually play the ROM Mm-mm. in your browser? Oh, no. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's not just like, hey, we're letting you download these ROMs. It's, hey, we're letting you play these things directly on a computer with a, you know, if you have a controller that you can Bluetooth in your computer, you can play with a controller a lot of the time, that mm. kind of stuff. So, um, but they're suing these sites for literally millions of dollars, uh, $150,000 for the infringement of each Nintendo copyrighted work. Uh, wow, and up to, up to $2 million for the infringement of each Nintendo trademark. So, you know, Yikes. they had 100 games on there, so that's what, uh, $11.5 million? That's a Is lot that of right? money. The worst is they'll totally win if they <laughs> yeah. follow through with it, because it's... My guess is that they, they took the websites down. This will probably be settled out of court. I mean, I can't imagine. They're, they just want the sites to go yeah, it was, away, I'm they, sure. They're not looking to make money. That was literally, a, we're, we're not afraid to do this, so you should probably right. just And they're stop. saying that these sites were making 17, had 17 million visitors a month. Okay, uh, so or 17 million page views. So they're making ad revenue. And, and I would guess, like, I mean, 17 million, you're like, oh, my God, they're probably making so much money. That's probably, I mean, it's money. It's, yeah. it's Pays probably. the guy that runs that site, maybe. Well, I, I mean, if, if they're literally getting 17 million page views, that's probably, that could be twenty to $30,000 in revenue a month. Holy so crap. Yeah. I mean, it's real money. Yeah, um, it is. But it's I'm not like that. suing someone for, you know, $30 million worth of money. Yeah, so. it's not like they have that much. Hmm. We'll see. And, I mean, there's some. There's obviously some costs to running a, a business yeah, like that, Yeah, but, I mean, too. of course, for every one or two sites they take down, three or four more are going to pop up in their place. Like so, They're like weeds, yo. Yep. Well, I mean, I don't – this is one of those times where I'm kind of like – They're 100% in the wrong. The, 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 the ROM site. The, the ROM site. Right. You yeah, can't yeah. be mad at Nintendo, but yeah. it's like – the, if you, they're old games. Like the only reason I'm mad at Nintendo is because if Nintendo responsibly curated their own stuff onto the console that everybody wants to play it on, mm-hmm. I'm not saying this wouldn't be a problem. It would not be nearly, but it as wouldn't large be as nearly as big of a problem as it is. Yeah, you know. So yeah, hint, hint, Nintendo. Right. Uh, get with it. Uh, uh, uh.
All right. So everybody thinks my TV's big. I know my TV's big. Um, but it's, it's CES. <laughs> wow. They should... <laughs> what? Okay. I need to get Kevin on the phone because we have a purchase to make. Uh, Samsung showed off a new <laughs> the wall. TV called The Wall. It's a 146-inch 4K TV with micro-LED display technologies, the technology that makes the TV larger than anything currently available. It's just bananas. That's literally that's literally a wall. Okay, so now think about this, though. I it's haven't looked at did, did they feet. release pricing on this. No, no. Okay, because I haven't. I, I but haven't they're talking that this is going to be a consumer product that you'll be able to purchase. What? So, but think about this, okay? So, because of the way TVs are measured, TVs are measured diagonally, right? So that you have a seventy-five inch TV. Mm-hmm. This TV is effectively four of your TVs because of the way they measure them, right? Oh, what? <laughs> it's not twice the size of your TV. It's four times the size of your TV. Oh, I need to have this. <laughs> Could you imagine? I don't even think I have a wall in my house big enough for that. I will build one. <laughs> I will build a new wall. It's, is it 10 feet across or is it 12 feet across? It says 12 foot. 12 foot. 12 That's foot wide TV. That's a really big TV. <laughs> You'd have to sit so far back. Apparently, what? this technology in some um, movie theaters, they're actually putting them in movie theaters instead of projection screens. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Wild. Right? Um, anyway, I'm going to hook my Xbox One X up to that sucker and we'll go crazy. Yeah, right? That's so strange. it's designed for commercial and luxury spaces like hotels, mansions, shops. There is a household <laughs> version coming. It'll be a bit more svelte, according to uh, this article on G- Gizmodo, Moto, whatever. Um, <laughs> what, that place. Um, about 30 millimeters thick, so two inches thinner than the commercial version. Yeah, 30 millimeters is, that's three centimeters. 30 that's, millimeters? Yeah. The TV's going to be like that thick? Th- well, so it's uh, it's... So three centimeters, which is like an inch and three eighths. Just over an inch, yeah. Yeah. What? It's, it's real small. Crazy. So That's crazy. It's, like- it's an inch and a half thick and 12 feet long. Can you imagine mounting that? Oh, my God. Like- I'm scared to think about <laughs> handling this thing because that's got to be so fragile. Something that, that Big, large. Big. It like that bends thin? in the middle. <laughs> wow. So weird. That's nuts. And Ew. according to this website, it's probably going to be super effing expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just to guess. What, what, let's take bets now. I'm going to say. <sighs> they had a 112-inch TV at CES like two years ago that was like the retail price was like 120K. I was going to so, say somewhere between 90 and 100 for Yeah. This. Yeah. So I would say probably in that, in that 100K range. But, I mean, the thing about TVs, too, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm not going to say, like, they just get more affordable all the time. So, like, you know, two years from now, this might only be $60,000. Right? Sweet. But, you know, like, I think I, the reality is, like, something this is never going to be practic- practical for your house. But something that's a little bit smaller than this might be practical eventually for, like, those home theater rooms. So oh, I'm into it. Right? I'm into it. Oh. All right. There's all your news that is I'm news that's worth talking about. So we're done with that. Uh, yeah. All right. We've got questions. We've got questions from Jack Irish. We've got check a question from Turn Down for What? It's funny that I can read that just by looking at it without I thinking about it. I love that name. I think it's a great oh, yeah, name. Yeah. Well, and you know the song, right? No. DJ Snake and Lil Jon, Turn Down for What? Do I, do I look like someone who's ever listened to you a, look a like song somebody, made by... You look by... like somebody who has spent more time from out underneath the rock than under it in the last decade, so you should know that song. I have... I, I, who was this? Oh my gosh! We'll we'll we'll. No, no, no. What was the first one? Like I think I it was the little second one was Little Wayne, right? Little John. Little John. Oh, Little I never. Little John and the East Side Boys. I, unless he's from Robin Hood, I have no idea who you're talking about. 
Get low? Robin Hood and Little Okay. Tommy Two Inches has a question. Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man Joe Coleslaw has a question. But first, we always start with this guy. Hey, yo, Vinny. What's cooking? Uh-huh. He wants to know, what was the hardest choice you ever had to make in a game, and what made it hard? Uh-huh. <laughs> Adam doesn't play games with choice. <laughs> I'm like, I never had a hard time making a choice. I'm like, I want to do the bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, I wish I could remember it better, too, because it's been, like, 20 years. Um, Wing Commander 4 was a really, really, really good game starring Mark Hamill. Yes, um, I know that. It was kind of a uh, had a lot of like live action video back before that was a thing that they decided was a terrible idea. <laughs> um, but Mark Hamill and uh, Malcolm McDowell were oh, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really good. But there was a, a part of that game where you had to make that very classic save your friend who's going to die or save a thousand people that are going to die kind of choice. Mm, that's um, terrible. And that was really hard. Um, I mean, and I, I think I made the right choice and saved my friends, screw those other people, but, um, because <laughs> why not? I'm lying. But, uh, it, I remember the time, like being kind of a, the first time I'd faced a choice like that in a video game. Okay. Um, and it was very like, oh, blah, he's gonna die. That sucks. <laughs> I'd save him. Your man. You'd I mean, save what? Your friend or the people? My friend. Oh, yeah, duh. I don't know anything about the people. They could all be axe murderers. <laughs> One of those people could grow up to be Hitler. Yeah. Oh, God. It becomes hard, increasingly harder when you think about the possibilities. Sorry, all of you 999 other people. There's a Hitler amongst you. Y'all got to go. <laughs> yeah, it's for the greater good because he's going to kill a lot more. Mm-hmm. I don't typically... What if your friend grows up to be Hitler? Then I'll kill him. Well, then that's he's just... my friend. I can keep him in line. Um, I Not in control don't of the other people. I play a lot people. of games with moral... Choices, choices yeah. that I know of, that I can think of. I, I know I made poor decisions in, uh, I believe, the first Mass Effect, um, and got Rex killed. So I don't, I don't remember, uh, I don't remember what bad choices I made, and at the time I apparently didn't feel that they were important. But I didn't get Rex in the the sequel, so that sucked. Gotcha. Um, most of the games with moral choices, I tend to just lean on the good ones. I don't think yeah. those are really, those aren't really. I don't know if there's many. Good I have a really hard time playing to, bad people. Yeah, in the, games. the choices aren't necessarily hard because it's like I'm not a bad person, so there's no conflict. Mm-hmm. But in a game like Heavy Rain, um, the and this game's pretty old, so I'm like this is going to be a spoiler. Um, um, but your the game revolves around your kid's been kidnapped by the origami killer. Is well, that's what he's called um, for whatever reason. You don't know who he is yet. Um, you're finding that out. But to, to he's trying to get you to see how far you're willing to go to save the one you love. That's a theme of the that's a theme of the game. Um, and there's one point in which, like, there's many crazy things you do. But at one point, you have to take a saw to your finger, cut your finger off. Did you do to, it? Yes, I did it, but it was very, it was, it was very hard to make that choice. Did you cut like, off your actual finger? I don't think so. That's why we called Dylan stubby. Um, <laughs> but I remember that was very hard to do because it's like you, you don't know if your kid's already dead or not in the game. Like it's kind of yeah, it's like you save the person you don't know. It's it's. So would you have been able to get the same outcome, or would the game have just ended? Should you? Had I you honestly not? don't know. Interesting. Oh. Like I went through the ultimate lengths. I had I I had a pretty good ending, I guess, because there's a lot of different endings depending on what you do with all four of the characters and what happens throughout the game. So like I think I came up with one of the more positive endings, but 
I did mutilate myself and had nine fingers by the end of it. So um, the game does was really good at making those certain choices impactful because they weren't moral decisions where it was just like picking the good one. It's do I because um, you know that your life's also at stake in that game because you can die and you the game continues. Oh really? If that character's dead. Oh, interesting. You don't go back and replay the the part because you failed and got like head-on collision with a car because you made the choice to swerve left when you should have swerved right. I said the Y button. It rewinds me. No, fine. it's not like Forza. Oh. <laughs> so like with that in mind, you you're conscious of. Okay. It's like if it was just a game, yeah, I'm gonna cut my finger off and save my kid. Okay, fine. But it's like you don't know if that leads to. Something else you okay. don't like, like you so don't know you, you know your life's at stake, so it does heighten the the stakes of oh, cool. um, sure. every action you do. She's making you have limited time to a degree in certain cases, so gotcha. um, I think it does a good job at actually adding weight to to those choices rather than than just the Paragon Renegade idea. So like so good. that's my answer. Cool. Play the game. I've never. I can honestly not think of a single game right now where I've had to make a decision that was difficult because most of my games are always like, okay, you need to do this or you can't do anything else. So it's like, <laughs> it's like you, if you want to keep playing the game, you should do this. Um, You're like, I probably should do that. Yeah, I think I'll do it. I guess the only uh, in-game choice I made that was wrong was buying Star Wars Battlefront. No. Oh. Um, but there's that. That's Agents of Mayhem. What? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you for that question, Vinny. Uh, next, our newest uh, patron, Jack Irish. Do you guys miss the old point-and-click adventure games that required more patience and logical thinking, or do you prefer the puzzle games of these days? I think Dylan and I can safely say that we don't miss point-and-click adventures. Yeah, like Is I can't, it more just I can't you didn't miss them. them. I tried. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. miss them. So yeah. just because I I didn't play them at the right time, and they're almost unplayable nowadays. Yeah, I guess that's, that's um, I didn't play. I tried playing some a little bit, but I was never able. They were so, like you were saying, they're yeah. so obtuse and they're, they're yeah. challenges that I'm like, I can't figure that out. Yeah. I, I still stand by I'm going to try to play Thimbleweed Park at some point see, soon. Thimbleweed Park's see, a totally different breed. To see if yeah. like that even like gets my brain working in that way and then maybe try something that is Dead Tentacle yeah. again and see if, like, see if I can admire it better to a point where I can play it because like my, I have a good really good friend of mine who's like 28 like he's two years older than me and he loves point and click adventure yeah. games like he he was just old enough to to actually experience those games when they were new of course he was a PC gamer probably unlike me so I don't think I had those weren't the games I was playing because I think they were generally PC games mm-hmm. um, generally speaking so yeah, I uh, I have a huge amount of nostalgia for those games, um, but you can't go back, man. Like I, so earlier, late last year actually, I played Thimbleweed Park, or maybe it was earlier last year. I don't know. Time passed. Yeah, it was quite a while ago now. Yeah, Park and was it Full Throttle? And I played Full Throttle, and you said Full Throttle was hot garbage. It's so hard. Like I, what I would really recommend is if you have that same nostalgia for those games, it's worth playing the remakes even if you just play them with a guide because it'll get you through all the like, oh, what am I supposed to do? I don't, I don't know how to combine these eight things into, you know, whatever. Um, they're still worth playing, and, and the new readers them are so pretty, but, man, those games are just crazy. Obtuse. It's the best right. word for them. Um, 
that being said, I really do enjoy modern puzzle games a lot. Love puzzle um, games. Yeah, I really like environmental puzzle games. I'm a huge fan of Rhyme. Um, I just finished Pode the other day. Pode was so good. I, I did I already talk about because I the one with the two little. You yeah, talked about it a little. bit. I yeah. beat it this weekend. Oh, cool. And it's so good. It's so. I it's mean, on the Switch, right? It's on the Switch. It's. It's. I, I meant to put that in my thing, so I was going to tell you, and it's whatever, but. It's a game that I think a lot of people didn't buy um, because it's $25 on the Switch. And the way I want people to think about Pode is to to think about if you and your significant other went out on a date, right? Okay. You're going to spend 25 bucks on your movie tickets plus dinner. Instead, buy Pode, order a pizza, and stay at home because you could probably beat that game in like a night, if you maybe a night, it's probably if you stay up past your bedtime. If you stay up past your bedtime, stay up a little bit late. It's like somewhere probably between three and five hours. I don't, I don't really know. We played it kind of different, but uh, it's so good, and it's you're gonna have so much fun. Um, and and even if your partner isn't a gamer, like my wife is not a gamer, and she loved every second of it. The story, even though there's no like voice acting, there's no whatever. The story's so good, it's so enjoyable. Yeah, so cool. do that. Um, I think modern. Puzzle games are super fun, though. Um, Thimbleweed Park is amazing. Um, Portal. 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 Jesus, Portal, right? I hold that as probably one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, There's a really good game that I played a while back called uh, She Remembered Caterpillars that's Mm -hmm. really good. I think that's what it's called. Something like that. That's that's Um, right. She Remembered Caterpillars. She Remembered Uh, Death Squared is super, super good. Um, Snipper Clips. Snipper Clips is super good. So they're all just variations on a theme. They're not adventure puzzly games, but... Oh, Oxenfree? God, Oxenfree. Oxenfree's great. See, to to me, Oxenfree feels like the modern version of a point-and-click game. Yeah, it's that's, just, that's exactly. There's what just it feels the puzzles like. really in it, you right. know. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, true. It's kind of like if Telltale Games had a little bit more puzzle elements to them rather yeah. than just like going here and searching things. To me, Oxenfree is like, like a really, really good mix of like a puzzle game, even though there's not a lot of puzzly stuff in it, and a walking sim. Like it's a right. perfect marriage of those two. Cool. I loved that game. Cool. Thank you for the question, Jack. All right, up next, turn down for what? Uh, do you think games like PUBG, Fortnite, Overwatch, mobile free-to-play, etc. will become the go-to form of a game since the relative production value and ROI is so much higher, that's return on investment, is so much higher than outstanding games like God of War, and will games like this end up extinct? Like um, God of War. <clears throat> what's that? Like God of War. Like God of War. I, think, yeah. I mean, so we've had this question a few different ways. Um, I honestly, like, the free-to-play mechanic, like, I don't think it's going to overtake it, I don't think it's going to completely erase games like God of War or uh, oh, I just blanked on it or like Uncharted or Last yeah, of Us. Single like player that. narrative big games. Block, yeah. Blockbuster games. Yeah, you're still going to have the big AAA block, blockbuster games, single player experiences for sure because there is a yeah. market for them. But obviously the money is on that right. free to play thing. Yeah, yeah I, I think where it's I at. could see games like Battlefield or Call of Duty changing their model yeah. To, yeah. to fit that because they're not. Even though, though, like, Call of Duty sells a lot still, probably. Maybe not as much as they used to. I'm not sure if they're still... I think... Because the, they used to get crazy numbers, right? I think it I think it kind of ebbs and flows. It depends on who's making it that year, um, mm. because there's three different developers for both Call of Duty and right. the, uh, the Battlefront Battlefield field games, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think the reality is I think all of those kind of games have to... They're always chasing something. Um, you can't... 
you can't expect to spend you can't expect people to spend sixty dollars a year to buy the same game every year. Right, right. And so you're constantly chasing that next thing. And I think if we if we looked at those games, and unfortunately I don't have a background in those kind of games really. Um, they've never been my thing. But I my guess is if you looked at those games over a wide enough span, if you looked at what those games were when they first started coming out in like the late nineties, early two thousands and peg them against whatever the big thing in like first person gaming was that year. Um, like that's how you got zombie mode, like a hundred percent. Like no one, they weren't, no one, they didn't innovate zombie mode. I guarantee you, (laughs) you know, um, if you looked at what those, those touch points were along the way, you'd see that they're constantly reinventing. Yeah. Jetpacks and wall running and, you know, the day that all ended (laughs) (laughs) and guided rocket. I stopped, I stopped playing all of those games when they started introducing. Yeah. Such a weird thing about jetpacks. I don't get it it at all. It ruins the games. It's terrible. But is there a jetpack anymore in Fortnite? No. I'm not t- like I'm. Uh, he means jetpacks in general. Uh, Halo like, did it. Call of Duty did it. Oh, I lo- I played all those games with my buddies. The moment those games had jetpacks, I was out. I think Dylan might be the only like he's got so many just little <laughs> things he hates. I find it such a facet. Like they make such an interesting person. I don't it's understand just, it's just that like person. You, they design these really cool maps. And then you, there's people that have jetpacks and you don't. And it's like that just kind of ruins the whole like dynamic of the game. Get a jetpack then, time. yo. But I don't, it, that's not fun. Like jetpacking isn't fun because it doesn't feel good. Like it doesn't, it does not feel good. It's like planing in most games. What about Anthem? Are you looking forward to Anthem? I'll see. I hear the, f- the flying well, see, in Anthem, Anthem is, is gonna great. Anthem is going to be different because they're, they're building that game around that. Titanfall, it felt more natural because it was a part of the game. It wasn't like, this class has a jetpack. I was like, no, leave that right. alone. I was fine on the ground for like 10 years before Man you decided to... Man wasn't meant to, to fly. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so we figured out how to fly Like That's what we have flying vehicles for, and then we have maps where you're not allowed to have flying vehicles, Halo. Like... The dogfights and the banshees was fun, but this map is small and doesn't have those. We don't need jetpacks. I mean, I I don't disagree with his I'll be thoughts. honest. I can't tell anymore <laughs> if Dylan's just trying to create the next ketchup with chicken nuggets thing and, or if he's, like, really serious. Like, I think he's serious, but I, I can't know, tell I'm anymore. Totally ser- I'm totally serious. But I don't know I if he'd say if he wasn't. I don't even know anymore. He I might just think, love Deadpool. I think games I are know. best when they have... The, I think there's certain elements they try to add to games that don't work well for the balance, and I think that hinders the game greater than it it helps it. And I just... I I firmly believe in, like, that game philosophy where you don't add something like that that just doesn't... Mm-hmm. Generally just doesn't fit within the game very well. So, back to the question. Um, so, do we think that games are going to become more of the free-to-play model? Like, and do you think those games are going to switch up the way they present themselves instead of it being this annual release of a new full game do you think you're going to have more like seasonal type more I think you're going to see, I think I think see so. a lot more seasonal things for those things and less overall blockbuster titles yeah. there will still be those but games like Call of Duty and Battlefield probably won't be looked at as those AAA blockbusters as much as they'll be ongoing yeah. AAA blockbusters Season, seasonal stuff or software as a service stuff I think you're going to see a lot more of that but I think there's always going to be but I think the downside is I think you'll probably see less innovation in single player experiences in the AAA space just because they won't have but maybe I mean the thing is you never know maybe they'll make so much money doing these software sort of things that they'll have the money to be innovative in that single player space right. um, like one of the very odd this is super odd um, 
things of Fortnite being so successful is Epic Games, who also makes the Unreal Engine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all, all those kind of engines, um, the Unreal Engine, the Unity Engine, all have um, communities where you can build things in those engines and sell them, right? And it works just like the App Store. So you build this new object in Unity that other people may want to put in their video games. Maybe it's a model. Maybe it's a physics engine. Maybe it's a text engine. Who knows? Um, you get 70% of that, and um, Epic keeps 30% of that. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they said, hey, we're changing that up. Now uh, people will get to keep 88%, and we're only taking 12 Wow. And we're going to back pay you for four years. Holy crap. And they did that because they're like, we're making so much money from Fortnite that we can do that. Right. Seriously. So who knows? Cool. You know? I mean, you change the revenue streams. They'll, I mean, yeah. it'll kind of reinvigorate video games, right? Because if you're but stuck think- on this physical disc in your machine and all of a sudden the mm-hmm. whole landscape changes, new money comes in and you're like, oh, okay, we figured out a way to kind of I think navigate gonna, the space. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of innovation in that double A space too. Cool. That that kind of thing. So I am into We'll it. see. All right, thank you. Turn down for what? All right, Tommy Two Inches wants to know, what capture cards do you guys recommend or your guys' opinion on console streaming versus PC streaming? Um, I don't have a capture card. I should probably get one just because. They're I not do. that expensive. No. I have one. I still haven't plugged it. Yeah. <laughs> I um, have one and actually use it. <laughs> yeah. And I, also, when it comes to streaming in particular, I stream on both one once in a while, so I don't have a favorite. We talked about this. I was actually talking with him about this earlier when he put in the question. Um, I have the Elgato HD60, mm-hmm. uh, which I like a lot. Um, the bonus of it is it's very portable, um, and it doesn't require um, external power at all. Um, and you can use it on everything. And you can use it on everything. The Razer one has certain... You couldn't use it on Macs, I think. Yeah, I think I think that's why I got it. There's a bunch of them, that's but I'm weird. the Elgato ones are just really good. And they make an internal PC card now too that actually goes to your computer that actually capture capture um, 4K. That's pretty footage neat. as well too. Mine will only do 1080 60, um, but it's really cool because I like I took it over to Adam's house and we captured him playing Resident Evil. Um, they're they're pretty portable. Um, the we we're t- talking about what I what I don't what I'm not a big fan of is people that stream and, and it's getting better but I think streaming direct from your console while you're playing on the console isn't the best experience. Um, it's nice right. now that you can plug a camera in, mm-hmm. um, so at least you get that face video. But I think it's it's really hard. It's hard to interact with your chat. It's hard to right. you know, whatever. I wish they would build a little more functionality into yeah. it. Like and I think that's X- but- I think Xbox will like owning their own streaming service. I think that that's a it's, Mixer's a big revenue stream for them too. So. But what I like the best is actually streaming from my console through my Elgato where I have all my OBS and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff on one screen on my PC that I can control with a mouse <laughs> and then streaming from my Xbox or PlayStation um, because if you're streaming from your PC, using your PC as your streaming machine, it's hard too because you can't mouse over usually yeah, into yeah, all the stuff cool. over that you're controlling. So if you, want, if you want a really easy setup and you have a PC, stream from a console to your PC. It makes it way easier. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sure. I can see that. The Elgato stuff's top shelf, though. I have a bunch of their gear, and it's all real good. Cool, cool. Sweet. All right. Uh, Super Hyper Mighty Weapon Man wants to know: Subway lets you if Subway would let you guys name a foot long sandwich after a video game. What's the name of the sandwich, and what kind of sandwich is it? Okay, go. Duke Nukem. Of course. <laughs> it's straight meat with no bun. <laughs> it's all protein. 
<laughs> None of that and you're crappy wrapping it in nuke lettuce. Them later when you're done with it. <laughs> None he's of that been, rubbish. He's been saving that literally oh, up man. all day. It can have bread. There's no veggies. It can have bread. No anything veggies. That, anything that backs you up, like that's what you put on. <laughs> maybe it. a bunch of cheese, and then maybe spicy stuff like chipotle and jalapenos, <laughs> banana peppers, and then just meat. <laughs> you can just duke nuke them when you're done. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try and top that. There's absolutely no reason to try. I'd call I, I I well I mean I would just change the name of their meatball sandwich to the Super Mario. Oh, that's pretty good too. Super that's Meat Boy. Good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> also good. Um, also good. I don't know. I mean, because you're just a veggie sandwich guy. Yeah, it's just got lettuce. Is there any like? Are there any video game characters that just eat lettuce? The rabbits. The rabbits. All right, there <laughs> we go. The rabbits. <laughs> I, me and the rabbits eat pretty much the same lettuce. thing anyway. <laughs> right. Rabbit food. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. Mm. Might go be called the rabid. I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, you could just call like the, uh, um, just like the the pepperoni ham sandwich, the the Mario because it's the spicy Italian. So. <laughs> right. Oh, that's good. Or, or like just take any random possible thing you could find, but only five of them, and toss them onto a a piece of bread and call it the breath of the wild. <laughs> See, yeah. but that's our next question. <laughs> Oh, God. That's, That's funny. A transition. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, thank you for that question. And now into Joe Coleslaw with the last question. Uh, what limited time fast food items would you deem dubious foods from Breath of the Wild? And you're just literally choosing any five things, throwing them in a pot. And, and yeah. I'm going to go with that darn burger that has the black bun. Uh, that's weird. Because I don't want to eat anything that looks like just I, a pile uh, of mold. I haven't played enough Breath of the Wild to understand even how cooking works. Like, I feel really dumb because the first time I played through, um, they're like, you need to cook stuff. I'm like, okay, so what do I do? Just like throw crap next to this fire? Yes. <laughs> no, it's not. No, actually, no. No, you have to throw it well, into, yeah, the, into the pot. Yeah, but I didn't realize you needed a pot because they're, they're like, hey, you can cook some stuff. I'm like, okay, how? And I don't think I'd ever seen one with a pot, like maybe once I left the first right. one. And so I didn't really realize that that was how cooking worked. So more of the story is I'm not the right person to ask how to cook in Breath of the Wild. That's super easy. It's well, easy. Now that I know how to do it, yeah. it is, but it's I didn't know how to do it. biggest criticisms of the game, though, is it's so slow. Interesting. Like, I should be able to open a menu with all my ingredients and say, click, 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 make all this food. I do Because just... having to put four things in a pot and go, it's cooked. Okay, do it again. It's cooked. And I spend two minutes cooking when I could be exploring. I agree. I don't like the interface. I don't like that you have to pick something and then, like, literally put it in your hands. Terrible. I'm not a fan of that. Terrible. Well, this is bad. It was a bad design choice. I've liked, I think maybe I've enjoyed cooking more in other games. Okay. Um, And I like the idea. I like the cooking. I just don't like the actual process of it. I like the idea that I can take these ingredients and make like a like freezy reduced lunch. I wish food actually worked that way. Yeah. Right. Like where I could just eat something like cold. I'm like, oh, I'm shock resistant. I don't need air conditioning Stick anymore. my fingers in those circuits. <laughs> it's real hot at my house right now. I <laughs> I could use yeah. some. Um, I would probably go with a McRib. It would be my dubious food. <laughs> McRibs are great. McRibs <sighs> are terrible. They're not so even good. rib. You want to know something? Mick. They're just I got a McRib to pick with you. You want to know something really creepy about McRibs? Oh. They make no. vegetarian ones. <laughs> Yeah, they're called a McRib because there's no real meat in there. <laughs> but they look just like a McRib, except like I don't I don't know what they're made of, but they taste 
good. Probably like a McRib. Yeah. Probably the rib of the tofu. I don't know, man. Like, I don't just, know where it comes yeah. from, but they're they're pretty all they're pretty all right. Oh, thank you for those questions, guys. If you have questions for us, you can uh, send us to send them to us on our website, uh, bitemepodcast.com, or on Facebook or in our Discord. We've got a whole channel for you guys. So yeah, do that. Yeah. Sometimes they all take over in there, and that's how we end up with those questions. All right, let's wrap it up with some cheap free games coming to Twitch Prime for August. Oh, have you been doing the daily games? Of course I'm getting. Man. I'm so daily. The good news is is that uh, my Twitch Prime account is tied to our Bite Me account mm. um, instead of my personal account. So I have been getting all the ones for our Bite Me account. So Oh, good. So you'll be able to play them all. See, you have I to... feel like I've been missing stuff. That's okay. I got, I got you covered, Adam. Oh, maybe I haven't. Yeah, I think you can still grab yeah, those like, like through the end of the month. At I least some of them. Mo- most of them. Yeah, at some least. of them were some of them were limited. But if you haven't gotten uh, your Twitch Prime stuff for August, go in and do that. Oh yeah, I'm do it. Anyway, carry on. Speak. Uh, Twitch Prime for August is a game called Antihero that I have never heard of, uh, but they're also giving away Death Squared, which I have heard of. We just talked about it's it a second awesome. ago. It's awesome. It was just free it's on also Xbox. free on the Xbox right now yes. um, for like another two or three days. So get it on Twitch and get it on the Xbox. They're super nice and they're from Australia and they talk to us at PAX I and we're cool guys. Just my Switch for free. Yeah. And there's a game called Jotun, which I think is also free somewhere else yeah, now. It was. The, it was a Twitch Prime one. Isn't that the one of the Viking? No. Is that yeah, like it's the like Viking? a Viking game. Yeah, where else is that free right now, though? I know we talked about it last episode. I just don't remember where. I think it might have been on Xbox. Maybe Games Games Pass oh, or game, something. Maybe Game yeah. Pass. Yeah. Either somewhere. way. It looks cool. Already, it looks really cool. And that's really one of the cool. ones that I bought off of GOG at one point. Just because oh, I'm nice. Like, it was like 98% off. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's All 250. Right. I'm yeah. like, I've never played it though. Looks cool. Steam World Dig, the first one, is on Twitch Prime, and it's absolutely still super fun. Which, isn't it? Didn't they give away SteamWorld Dig 2 not mm, long ago? I think instead? so, yeah. So it's like... Yeah, yeah. it's backwards, a little backwards, but if you haven't played the second one, the first one is still very, very, very fun. Um, and you, you can totally... Yeah, play the first one first and then play the second one because the second one is just the first one with more stuff. Um, but the first one's still very, very good. Cool. In a good um, way. And the, yeah, exactly. Not repetitive. You've already done this before. No, it's real good. Uh, Wizardly Bundle is Wizardry six, seven, and eight. Those are older games. Um, if you like, I want one through five. Too bad. Um, what, what? I want oh, one through five. They're. Uh, I, I don't know how well those hold up, but if you like, I think kind of turn based magic y stuff. Don't. Yeah. So you probably don't really want one through five. <laughs> anyway. Hashtag honesty from Dylan. <laughs> Okay, well, there's your free stuff. Um, now, if you've got Game Pass like I do and you don't, you should probably get it because it's awesome. And games are leaving, so you should get in and get it before they're gone. Uh, Dirt Rally, which is a fun racing game. Sure. It's a rally, rally car. Like, yeah, off-road. It's probably racing. not as good as Forza 3. Nah. Probably not, but I hear it's good. Uh, from, uh, what's the what's the developer? Play Dead. Play Dead? Yeah, Play Dead. Is it Play Dead? Play Limbo. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, if you have not played Limbo, and I mean, Jesus, how have you not played it by now? It's I've been out for like... It. What? I own it, and I've never played it, because I was so, like, it, it came with Inside when I bought Inside, and I played Inside, and Inside effed me in the head so hard. They're really different. I know, but I was like, I don't know if I can go back into that, Do that it, person's man. mind oh, again. Because... Limbo's so good. Okay. So good. It's it's a little twitchy. Um, like, the thing I liked about Inside is Inside had just, like, spot-on perfect controls, yeah. and Inside is, or Limbo is not not quite as that good, but okay. damn, it's fun. Okay. Um, Overcooked is leaving Game Pass, and I say thank God. I'm gonna really try. I'm gonna try and convince my wife to play with that with me before it goes. It's okay, because Overcooked Two is coming next month. It is. Yep. I don't understand couples who can and play we'll get Overcooked. Back in the kitchen. I don't understand couples that can play Overcooked and not need therapy afterwards. Maybe I just have a better relationship than you do. Yeah. 
I mean, oh. that means you need therapy. Uh, we have it, thank you, and it's amazing. <laughs> so amazing. maybe you should try overcooked again. Do you, try, do you talk about overcooked in your therapy sessions? Oh, I wonder if we should. Maybe That'd you should. That'd nah. be pretty funny. Nah, nah. Um, fer- Pharaonic? I don't know about that one. Pharaonic. Oh, yeah, you know, Nick, he was that pharaoh. <laughs> the great Nicholas. He was the guy in that black sarcophagus full of <laughs> right? mummy juice. <laughs> Gross. Um, a game juice. that I'm really curious called So Many Me. It's actually really fun. I've played oh, it a little cute. bit. It's really cute. It's a okay. good time. That's leaving an Ultratron. Ultratron? That's a, that is the worst Ultratron. name of a game ever. Because <laughs> I was... Oh, and it's... Uh, how are the reviews for it? Oh, no. I... I don't know. Beep bop boop. Beep beep boop. Oh, it's kind of cute though, actually. It's I'm not, cute too, yeah. but I don't know if I just don't. I don't want to play it because every time I look at the title, I'm thinking Ultron, and I loved that Ultron movie. It's so like, it's I don't, Ultron with a stutter. Ultratron. 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 All right, so those are games that are leaving Games Pass oh. soon. So get in, get any of them that might. Sound but there'll good. be new ones. Yay! Yay! Anyway. So have you thought about like getting like a two terabyte hard drive just to load up with Game Pass games? I have a four terabyte hard drive connected to my Xbox. Yeah, I have a two terabyte or three terabyte. <laughs> well, I'm evidently the last one to arrive at you this need, party. <laughs> you put, well, it's because you have a PlayStation for so long. So, can, so you can block all the poop that were raining down yeah, on your head. That's fine. Um, cool. Yeah, you know, and I kind of do that, but at the same time, they download pretty fast too. Right. So I, I don't know. Blazing. Fast. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying like so that if they disappear, you've still got them. Oh, that doesn't work that way. Like it's based on a license. I'm pretty sure. So. Oh, see, yeah. I thought. Oh, no. I'm a liar. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, anything else? No. No. no? I mean, Sony's in troll corner. Cor- <laughs> Sony is in troll corner, but we knew as that as usual. Oh, as are they? They, sh- they haven't left. They haven't left. They're in there. <laughs> they are in there until they fix this whole co-op Everything? playing together thing. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm angry. I can tell. Are you hangry? I'm. I'm hangry. I'm a little angry. Eat. Kevin just asked if I wanted to go see Mamma Mia too. And your answer is no. no. Resounding no. <laughs> oh. However, well. other friends want to go, so I'm. I might, saw part of the other the first one. I saw part of the first one. I don't want anything like, to do with this movie. Anything that has Meryl Streep attempting to warble her way through anything resembling a song will not be in front of my eyes or around my ears. I saw the first one. I thought it was cool. Adam feels strongly about something. Yeah. He sounds like me. I watched uh, the like ending of Pitch Perfect last night. That movie's, Those movies are hot garbage, too. real bad. Yeah. No, they're terrible. <laughs> anyway... Yeah, I'm, and I'm a musical fan. I love. I, why are we talking about this? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I like musicals. Like Moulin Rouge, done. Oh, love Moulin I love Rouge. Moulin you're Rouge. Probably, you probably hate it because you're. I haven't that. seen it in a long time. Honestly, I love Moulin I really Rouge. Enjoyed it. I like musical theater a lot better than mu- musical movies. What's your favorite musical? My favorite musical. Yeah. Oh God, why do you have to ask me that? Right. Book now? of Mormon. It's a good choice. Book That's a real good choice. Oh, that was good. I lived that though, so I don't have to go see the movie. <laughs> Uh, Mike, Mike's a music man. Okay, music, fantastic movie. Thank yeah, I also love My Fair Lady. Oh God, That's yeah, a good one. This, this, this is the weirdest part of the podcast. Oh, we what stop. was the one? What was the old one uh, with uh, uh, Judy Garland? And it was a Are a the Hills farm? Alive no, with the Sound was, of Music? That's a different movie completely. <laughs> Um, that's not Judy Garland either, is it? No, that's why the Wizard of Oz. Is that what you're thinking <laughs> no, about? A, uh, I mean, that is a movie with Judy Garland yeah. that takes place on a farm. <laughs> no, this is where we're the, not in Kansas like anymore. Show comes to to the farm, and they they anyway. Yeah, I can't remember what it is, but that's also one of my favorites. Meet Me in St. Louis is another great mm. one. I like, does or not white... Meet Me in St. Louis. That's wait, is that what it's called? Yeah, there is one called that. Eh, anyway, it, does White Christmas count as a musical? It's got a lot of singing in it. 
Uh, White Christmas is the song. Yeah, but but it's in the movie. It's in the White movie Christmas. Holiday Inn. Oh, is that what it's called? Oh, I think there might be an actual White no. Christmas movie after the fact. But Holiday Inn is where White Christmas came from. Is that the one where? That. Is that the one where the the people from the army go and? Is that what it's called? I think so. I'm gonna have to look I don't know. Up. Why are we talking about this? Know. This is not the musical podcast. It's Bite Me Podcast. We talk about video games. So uh, find us online, bitemepodcast.com slash humble if you'd like to support us and Humble Bundle. There's that. Uh, if you want to be a patron, go to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. Do you have an answer? White Christmas is a movie. It's very good. Okay. Why am I thinking Holiday Inn? That's also a movie. Right. I don't know if it's good. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Anyway. Thinking of different movies separately. It's probably Holiday possible. Inn does have a scene with people in blackface in it, though. <laughs> Continue. Um, so we're going to end the show now. Uh, anything else? I have an idea. What? Um, we could do a subsidiary podcast called Pop Culture Bites, <laughs> where we can talk about Hot all bites. the other stuff. And since, like... I, don't I think like our, to poo-poo I don't think yuck yuck vi- on pop culture a little bit. Like it's a clever title. This yeah. show took a real abrupt. I don't think we're going to do somewhere. like bite me musicals. It's not. There's nothing there. Wow. We um, like m- m- movies. I have strong opinions, and you have strong differing opinions. And that is true. Like people might you like have that. strong differing know. information. Clearly, I'll just take the I'll take the wrong side every time, and you guys will have fun berating me. Man. See, I tell you, he's he doesn't he loves these things. He's just being that guy. Now we're just talking no, about I, stuff. I'm generally not. <laughs> being that guy but i don't mind being that guy because i like fighting for the other side because if everyone's just like stroking each other then it's no fun y'all didn't want to see the motion you just made we should stop let's stop oh now god okay um bye man thank you thank you bye <laughs>